Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room where we talk all things comics and movies. This is episode number 27 we'll be discussing the best and the worst movie sequels. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. I'd say this right off the top here because I've forgotten it for like the last two or three weeks. Yeah. We're now on Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Check us out. Yeah, give us a like. We post the episodes there. A little bit of commentary. I think we're going to try to get a bit, bit better about throwing stuff up there. For sure. But we are on Facebook. And we're also on Google Play right. and Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher, cool. All right. Yeah, nice. so if you know iTunes or Podbean really isn't your platform of audio listening choice, yeah. you can jump over to Google Play or whatever. And it's just, it's all the same RS feed, so it all comes back to Podbean and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, it's out there for you guys if you prefer on Android, if you don't want to use the Pocket Cast app or whatever you're using, you can go over there and check that out. Sweet. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like we've been starting a lot of episodes lately by, you know, talking about the death of an actor or yeah. a significant figure. And this week, Anton Yelchin, best known for his portrayal of Chekhov in Star Trek. In Star Trek. Uh, rebooted Star Trek. That's yeah. right. And, and Alpha Dogs. That's when I first was introduced to yeah, him. Yeah. That's one of my favorite roles of his. I, that movie's great. Yeah. yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And he's also in Terminator Salvation. That's with Kyle right. Reese. Right. And that's right. kind of weird universe yeah, with Christian Bale. That was different, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, but very, very unfortunate news. And way yeah. too young. It's sad to see a, you know an up-and-coming actor, someone that had some real you know grit behind him, some real acting chops. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, yeah. yeah. It really is. And I'm sure he had a lot on his plate coming up next. I think he's going to do the green room next. Yeah. That's his next thing. So, yeah, so yeah. be careful, you know. Yeah. Just make sure you're always kind of looking around and be safe out there, guys. No kidding, right? Yeah. yeah it's, it yeah. can happen in an instant. Yeah. Like, I'm, this is just a freak accident and absolutely. it can happen to anyone, right? Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. movie stars are not immune to accidents. So. No, absolutely not. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So, so uh, my condolences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, again, how we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is no better way to really transition from something like that, right? But no. uh, here we talk about movies, comics, and yeah. that's what we're going to continue to do, I guess, for the day, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah. How's how's Father's Day? Father's Day was good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, can't complain. It's it relaxing. Yeah, you know, for the most part, got some good food. Excellent. Uh, the only thing that was disappointing was the LeBron James won a championship. What? Yeah, I was cheering for the King <laughs> yeah. James. Come on. Yeah, so that kind of took down my Father's Day, but you know what? Well deserved. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. You yeah. guys deserve it. Yeah, first time in history to come back. From a 1-3 deficit, right? Yeah, it's right? pretty crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But we're not here to talk about Cleveland. <laughs> we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about... Comics, comics. And movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I went and saw Central Intelligence. I did not watch the game. I caught yeah. the highlights. <laughs> yeah. My buddy was texting me all the way through. Oh my God. <laughs> so I went and saw Central Intelligence. Great movie. Awesome. The Rock and Kevin Hart hit it out of the park. Sweet. It's it's not the super in-depth or any, anything like that. Yeah. Crazy movie. But it is hilarious. Nice. And they play off each other well. The Rock, his comedic chops, he's evolved so Has much. He? And the, he's able to hit, you know... The, the comedic beats and all that yeah. and still play this very physical role. That's so good. It's fantastic yeah. stuff. And it's cool. It's, it's different this time, isn't it? Like Kevin Hart plays like the straight man and Rock's kind of like the, yeah. the comedic act, right? Exactly. And cool. He, you know, Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, right? He kind of yeah. is the same character kind of throughout <laughs> all his movies and he has those, you know, again, similar comedic beats and timing and all that that he has yeah. and the yelling and all that. Uh, but yeah. The Rock is, he plays this on and off character and yeah. throughout the whole movie, I never know which side he's falling on. Oh, so he okay. does really well of kind of leading you and pulling 
pulling you into his character and making you think, I don't really know. And you got to play his, his character's a bit weird, yeah. but he's hilarious at the same time. Cool. And he turns it on and off really well. So, yeah, it's, it's really good. And there's some cool cameos in there. It's, oh, nice. It's one of those movies that, you know, it's you, when you watch a Will Ferrell movie yeah. and someone, you know, oh, they're talking about someone in the background and then someone walks out and it's always like Vince Vaughn or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that where <laughs> it was like, oh, I wonder who the cameo is going to be. They're talking about this guy a lot and, you know, someone comes out and it's like, ah, cool. You know, nice, enjoyable nice. screen presence to have some of those people on there. And That's cool. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, it's, good it's, stuff. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Yeah, very enjoyable. Awesome. But attached to that was a new-ish Suicide Squad trailer. Right, yeah. I did look at the team. Yeah. I'm um, kind of, again, leaning a bit on this more comedic side. My wife kind of turned to me when she's someone more in tune with DC. Right. Is that these are look like some sort of like mud monsters or yeah. like, I don't know, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not too sure. There's some kind of demons and I don't yeah. know if it's to play with um, the one character in the movie. I forgot the villain that she plays. Um, she's kind of like the witch of some Enchantress? sort. Enchantress? Yeah, Tantress. I yeah. don't know if it's like come from her I don't know because like there's what? a scene where like they chop a head off and yeah. it just kind of disappears right and there's a lot more of the Joker in there who cool. seems to be at least like with what's been shown in this trailer yeah. and I think people have made this leap before he's kind of in the background doing stuff he's not right. really a main villain okay. he just kind of has his presence in the film yeah so I'm uh, looking forward to seeing a bit more. You see a lot of his laugh and oh, yeah. it's more of him talking. He sounds a lot like Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. He seems yeah. like they kind of go on that route. Yeah. Any more Batman than what we've seen normal? Or? Yes. Okay. So I know we talked about this before, yeah. but I didn't really notice it until I watched it on the big screen here. When Batman jumps off of that building right. and he has that weird face, yeah. I, I thought it looked like more demonic. Yeah. Like it didn't look like it was actually Batman. Yeah. So it made me wonder, are we going to get maybe outside of that scene where he's on top of the car, yeah. are we actually going to get a Batman in this movie? I know, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because I, I still don't know what's going on with that face there, right? No, it looked, and it looked very reminiscent of the alien things or whatever they are that the, the squad is fighting. Anything. Okay, yeah. yeah. So huh. I have no idea what that is. It really right. confused me because I remember I was looking at I was like, oh, Troy did mention yeah, that before. Right. But I have no idea what it is. I know. Yeah. Oh, we'll Maybe it deserves like a pause screen or something. Yeah. <laughs> frame by frame. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to see the, a new trailer there. And I am excited for this movie. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's it looks funny. And I hope that they haven't shown all the comedic I scenes really in it. I hope so too. What do you think of the new poster that actually dropped too? The IMAX one. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's I love cool. the colors in that they're yeah. using. Yeah. It's, it's kind of really like... You know, the greens and the pinks and the neon and all that. It's something yeah. different. It is. And they're really making neon their kind of yeah, a theme. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what and that's almost evolved as this movie has evolved in kind of trailer form and poster form yes. and the merchandising, the advertising. It's it's gotten more and more towards this neon, this yeah. kind of I wouldn't say psychedelic, but almost like this graffiti art. Graffiti's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, very street but colorful yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah, so it's cool. And it's like you like you said, they found kind of their own little niche. Yeah. And I think if this movie does well, you could really see this propelled and then really hinging on a lot of this and using this marketing, this merchandising to really brand the Suicide Squad as something sure. like a franchise, right? It's interesting to see because this is a movie full of villains, yet it seems like a more colorful and fun film than the Batman Superman films, we've yeah. had, which have been so dark and grounded. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, it's a, a welcome change. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Speaking of Superman. Yes. We have got our Superman for CW's Supergirl. That's right, the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. We're debating how to say this guy's name just before we started. Yeah, exactly. And I think we landed on Tyler Hochlin. Yeah, Hochlin or Hochlin? Hochlin, that's what we landed on. Yeah, Hochlin. Yeah. Hopefully it's Hochlin. <laughs> so I don't really know this guy. Yeah. Apparently he's in Road to Perdition, Fifty Shades of Grey. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, there yeah. we go. From the CW. 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he's yeah. he's a veteran. Yeah. In yeah. that world of CW. Exactly. <laughs> so he kind of looks the part. I when I he look does. at him, he had a beard in the couple of pictures I saw, yeah. which I'm assuming he's going to shave off. So yeah. he, you know, he looks like he's got size. He's yeah. got kind of that jawline. For sure. And he kind of fits what I assume or what I think when I look at <laughs> Superman, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like the look. You know, he kind of has a reminiscence look of um, the Jim Lee. Uh, Superman, which I like, and obviously, like you said, I'm sure he's going to shave. Um, I don't know how his acting chops are, but he plays the part. Uh, the only thing I'm kind of confused about is I believe in this universe, Superman's been around for quite some time, so I thought that oh. he was going to be a little older, but at the same time, you know, Kryptonians don't really age. Okay. So I guess it makes sense he'll look the way he looks, but um, yeah, I'm on board. I can't wait to see what we get in these uh, two episodes I think he's, yeah. he's going to be in. So, What if he's better than Henry Cavill? <laughs> well, see, that's the other thing because I think he's going to be a lot different. I think he's going to be more of the fun pre-New 52 Superman. Yeah. Um, like kind of like a Christopher Reeves Superman? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah but but more fun. I think he's going to love being Superman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Because uh, like, this is a fine line that they have to walk, right? Exactly. Is that, and this is, I think, one of the issues they might have with Grant Gustafson's Flash. Yes, is trying to leap into the the cinematic universe yeah. is having a character that people love and people are like, well, you know, the TV Flash is better than this Flash, right? And the movie Flash, that's all supposed to be superior, right? Yeah. And if it's not, what if this Superman's better? And then what if they bring in a Batman or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. So they're kind of walking this really weird line. They really are. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he's a little closer to the Smallville. That yeah. was that was a great rendition of uh, of Superman, but you're right. It's uh it's kind of tricky this this line they yeah. have, right? And I think they have to make it, or they at least have to contrast this, make it different. Yeah, because otherwise people are going to be always, and no matter what you do, people are going to compare them. That's right. Right, their the portrayals, and it seems like you're throwing Superman at least into a somewhat established universe. Yes. So you do have that development. He does have a backstory already. It's not kind of this new Superman like we're getting with Man of Steel and right. Batman vs Superman, right? Yeah. So he's had some time to evolve a bit yes. as a hero. Yeah, he has experience. And, yeah, understand yeah. his power. So I'm assuming he's going to be coming into this kind of fully powered up. Yes. Be able to do the heat rays properly, yeah. fly all that kind of fly. stuff. He's yeah. not going to be like kind of trying to figure everything out the first couple of episodes. Yeah. So. And I, I've never watched the Supergirl or anything like oh, that. Are you going to so. check out the the season? You think I now because of this? Might. Yeah. yeah. And you know, again, not having a lot of depth in DC. Yeah. Grant Gustafson, who yeah. plays Barry Allen, right. tweeted out today the title of episode one of season three. Awesome. So spoilers, if you don't want to know this, like I'm sure if you watch the show, you would have. Yeah, if you watched the season point. finale, yeah. yeah. But it's Flashpoint. Yes, that's awesome. So he tweeted out. So he tweeted that he had read it and he loved it, but he wasn't going to say anything more. And the executive producer tweeted at him and said, it's okay if you tell him the title. That's so cool. And so they released the title and, you know, then he tweeted out, season three is going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, it's totally fitting. And like I mentioned before, I think anybody that's been paying attention to this, this series, uh, season one, season two, and obviously the season finale... I think you can put it together that they were going the Flashpoint route simply for the fact that he went back and saved his mom, yeah. which everybody knows that leads to the Flashpoint events. So I'm excited. This yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be cool. Okay, so maybe for me you can catch me up a bit here on Flashpoint. So he's yeah. gone back and saved his mom. Yes. And so does that now produce an alternate timeline? Exactly. Yeah, okay. it, it has the whole butterfly effect. So okay. in the comics, you know, he went back, saved his mom, and then when he went back to his time, you know, Bruce Wayne died and Thomas Wayne became Batman. I believe his mom actually kind of became the Joker. They don't really touch too much on that. Um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at odds with each other. There's a huge war breaking out. Superman was captured by the United States government. So he never actually became Superman. He's kind of been... There's a whole bunch of stuff that hits the fan. That's cool. It's really cool. And I guess um, Reverse Flash is behind the whole thing in the comics. And then 
Barry Allen goes back and fixes everything, and then that leads into the new 52. But we now have Rebirth, so that's a whole other story for another time. But, oh, okay, okay. Now, yeah. okay, that's connected a few dots for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I've heard a lot about, you know, just from a cursory point perspective, yeah. is, you know, Flashpoint and Rebirth and right. all this kind of stuff. And now that all kind of makes sense about the timelines being skewed and all messed up. Yeah. So I guess... This is going to have some sort of ripple effect, I'm assuming, into Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, I would imagine possibly so. Supergirl? I, I would imagine so. Um, you know, they've done a pretty good job of keeping, you know, the Arrow world and the Flash world pretty tight together. But when it comes to time jumps, they don't really touch upon that in Arrow. So I don't know how yeah. that's going to work. But doing this whole Flashpoint, maybe that's why we see Supergirl now in the same universe. Maybe that's how they're going to yeah, blow it off. That's a good point. That's yeah. what I was thinking too, is how to get everyone into one universe. Exactly. Supergirl is a separate universe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And all the other three are in the same universe. Same universe, yeah. And I guess I guess Flash did something in season two where he jumped to Supergirl's universe. Yeah. But they were in the same one, right? So yeah. uh, uh, season two, they've already established uh, you know, an Earth 1 and Earth 2. Potentially okay. Earth 3. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And so I guess there's going to be like this four-episode crossover event with all four of the TV yeah. shows. I'm assuming it's going to have and wrap up most of this Flashpoint stuff. It would have to. Yeah. It would definitely have to if you're going to include all those characters. And I would imagine yeah. so. And I read Potentially Crisis on Infinite Earths at some point. Wow. Yeah. I guess that was... I did watch yeah. the first episodes of Flash there. First yeah. couple. And I know just from reading and that and what was in there that that was teased in the first couple episodes. Crisis on Infinite. Yeah. That guy had a newspaper or something. Yes, exactly. The Flash yeah. has gone missing or yeah. something another like that. Yeah, I'm loving this universe that they've created. Yeah, it's, it's really been good. You know, I loved uh, Arrow season one, season two. I think Stephen Amell's progressed as an actor in that world. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about... Teenager Ninja Turtles. Uh, we <laughs> but, did talk about it. Go back to episodes. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Greg Gustin came in here uh, from Glee. Yeah. And he's just he's just stolen this universe, man. He's awesome. He's He's gone into the Flash comic books, yeah. this guy. He's, he's fantastic. I think... Um, That's exactly what DC wants to hear. <laughs> for sure, right? I think Miller uh, has some big shoes to fill going into the Flash uh, movie, for sure. Definitely. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I'm excited, though. Season 3 is going to be awesome now. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next time we're going to see Flash on silver screen, the big yeah. screen, is in Justice League. Okay. And apparently, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't read the script yet. Um, but they're having a big reveal on Tuesday. That's right. Which will be two days in the past when you're listening to this. That's right. We've got our own Flash points going on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think it could be? Is this going to be a backstage sort of look or is this going to be a picture of the the whole squad i guess that's the wrong word to use the yeah. whole league <laughs> yeah you know i don't know I, I got some ideas it could be like like you said a whole group photo of the whole yeah. team maybe but they kind of released that already right that one concept yeah i guess one. yeah um that had superman that did have superman which yeah, yeah, yeah spoilers. Like, <laughs> you know what would be really cool though is if it's maybe it's the Green Lantern announcement. Maybe they're gonna Ooh. have the Green Lantern cast as Hal Jordan or um, John Stewart. John Stewart, yes, yeah, or maybe John See? Stewart. Yeah, See? He, yeah, ah, he, he, ah. Has it, he has it unlocked. My man, <laughs> my man. <laughs> um, and perhaps well, what else was there? Maybe maybe some new costumes. Maybe. They, they're gonna announce, you know, show off some new, some new suits. I just, I don't have my hopes up too much, to be honest. For <laughs> well, this. I, you know, this is a real opportunity. They're trying to still do a little bit of damage control, calm to. everyone down. That's right. It's a good opportunity. I think a group photo of everyone in their suits, yeah. with whatever backdrop. I think that'd be great. Just having yeah. Aquaman and Sam aside, Ben Affleck's Batman yeah. beside Wonder, like I think it would be really that cool. Would be really cool. People would be like, yes, and then yeah. going into say. 
Comic-Con, which is coming up, yeah. and saying, you know, we can have a little bit of a footage tease here, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, do they, you know, give them all what, what they have, or do they save more for Comic-Con? Like, how I'm big s- can it be, right? I'm assuming, like, if it were me running yeah. Warner Brothers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever let me get near that. But I would release a photo of, of the crew yeah. all together, even if Zack Snyder wants to lay down in front and be like, this is still my fucking universe. <laughs> 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 and and then at Comic Con say or say at the bottom you know trailer coming July whatever Sweet. and at San Diego Comic Con because you're seeing different universes Marvel in particular announcing that they are going to Comic Con they're bringing their cast they're That's bringing right. you know footage and all that yeah. DC's got to step up they, they won do. the last couple of years because yeah. Marvel didn't come Wasn't there exactly <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going head to head with some of their big properties right That's true Yeah we'll we'll have to see maybe it's a villain maybe they're finally going to show us Dark Side I mean. Yeah, who, who knows? knows? It has to be something, though. It's going to be something like, big. You can't just yeah. drop that and be like, oh, it's here's a photo of Batman. Exactly. You, you know what Batman looks like. Exactly. Here's a fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's Aquaman again. <laughs> we'll continue know. the Green Lantern franchise. Yeah. yeah. I hope they show Aquaman and then Marvel lays out and be like, here's Namor. Oh, right? <laughs> Poster and everything. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, so WB's been pushing around some of their movies. In the last couple of days, and they pushed back the Lego movie almost a whole year yeah. to February 8th, 2019. Wow. And for a movie that did so well, you know, this could be a good sign. Yeah. Maybe they just said, look, we can't get the movie out. We can't get the quality that we want to get out. Yeah. So can you give us an extra year? I'm happy with that, but I don't really know. Like, they, you know, the same writers are on board. They've yeah. had, I can't remember when this movie came out, two years ago, 2014? I think it was 2014. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Yeah, it's but, a surprise though. Yeah, it's a breakout yeah. hit, and maybe, hopefully they just said, you know, we're gonna pump the brakes here and yeah. just. <laughs> I don't know. They might be pretty busy. I mean, Lord and Miller's doing the animated Spider-Man movie, I yeah. believe. Um, are they doing the Batman movie as well? The Lego Batman? I don't know if they are or not. Yeah. they're doing something. I are they doing just the Spider-Man animated? I feel like they're writing I feel something, like they're doing something, something else. Something else as well. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it twenty-two? Did they work on the twenty-two? I think they did work on the 22 and 21. So maybe they're doing the... Men you guys Black. know, let us know. Yeah, please, please, <laughs> let us know. But the Lego Batman movie, like you mentioned, yeah. still comes out next May. Right. So we're going to get our Lego fix. Nice. And yeah. there's the Freemakers, Adventures, and Star Wars. Yeah, moment, so. looking forward to that one. <laughs> I get my Star Wars pump in there. <laughs> so Star Wars on the docket today, so I'm going to get it in there. <laughs> so jumping over to the MCU, we mentioned that there's a, a few movies that are coming to comic-con and guardians of the galaxy is one of them yes. so they officially wrapped shooting last week uh-huh. so james gunn announced on his instagram page or twitter or whatever it was that they're done shooting they wrapped chris pratt and all those guys and they're coming to comic-con yes the whole crew is going to be there chris pratt and they're bringing footage nice so oh, i'm i know you're losing super super excited for, for sure this. i cannot wait and they actually released the synopsis as well yes Go check that out. I'm not going to read through the whole thing here. But one thing I do want to point out. So the key things here are that it'll in the synopsis at least. So spoilers, if you don't want to know about the synopsis, it's very short. Not much in here. Not really spoiling anything. But they're going to be digging into Peter Quill's lineage, his yes. parentage, which is one big thing. And the line at the end here says, Old foes become new allies and fan favorite characters from the classic comics. Oh, boy. Will come to our hero's aid as Marvel's cinematic universe continues to expand. Wow. So that last sentence for me. Yeah. So old foes, probably Yondu. Yeah. Maybe Nebula. So. Yeah. Because they're both in I it. I can see that. Yeah. But this 
new characters from the classic comics. So I'm assuming they're referring to the original Guardians, Guardians. of 3000 or whatever. The 70s. They are. Yeah. yeah, and so they've made recent appearances by uh, Dan Abnett's been writing them. So it's Guardians 3000. Okay. And there's Guardians of infinite or infinity or something like that okay i'm um, saying so right now i've been buying the book because it's 4.99 <laughs> is it really yeah i think it's because it's got the the guardians of infinite or infinity i can't remember i should know that and but it's got like a backup story so it's got like uh like What's a group rocket story or something oh, at the end but it's okay. basically three eras of guardians guardians 1000 this century so rocker raccoon and those guys yeah and then the guardians 3000 Jeez. and the guardians 3000 book that was done like a year ago was fantastic yeah and so that's got guys like Martin X, uh, Charlie 27, Vance Astro, Mr. Major, or Mr. Major that's, Mr. <laughs> that's Major Victory. Major Victory, Major, see. Did I say Major Mr.? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get my head straight. That's an awesome name. <laughs> but he's the guy that carries Cap Shield in uh, oh, Year 3000. Oh, yeah. cool. So he's a mutant, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, he's got some cool powers, and Charlie 27 is another. They could do a lot in that universe with these Kind of, they're really you go back and read the old ones. They're yeah. really goofy characters. Oh yeah. But the present day kind of incarnations of them and the writing that they've done is great. Nice. And so I'd be super stoked if all of a sudden like Vance Astro shows up oh, with like the shield. Man. Like, so well, you say he's a mutant. Do you think Fox maybe has the rights to this guy then? Or I don't know. I that that falls pretty solidly under the Guardians banner. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think he's ever appeared. Well, he probably has, actually, in a, a, some sort of X-Men book. Yeah. But I don't think they can lay claim to that. Because right. he does not show up very much. <laughs> and he's such an obscure character. If, yeah. like, Vance Astro shows up in, like, Wolverine or something, yeah. people are like, what the like, hell? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's super awesome. Nice. That they're coming to Comic-Con. We're going to get some footage. Hopefully they release it. Hopefully they don't have to watch it on someone's iPhone. I know. I hope it's so. I can't wait to see some. I, I got to see um, Drax. I need my fix. Yeah. Yeah, I love that guy. So it looks like Groot's going to be kind of tiny Groot for a good chunk of the movie. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Because he hasn't grown to this, you know, the, the big scale that he was before. Yeah. And I guess all of the merchandise is going to be focused around Groot as well. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So yeah. he was like the big breakout. So the pop, there's a Groot in a, a pot. That's right. And that's like the best selling pop in the Marvel line still. So I guess they're going to focus a lot around that. I guess James Gunn was very adamant at saying that there's going to be equal representation for the female cast as well. Cool, that's good. Yeah. So we're going to run into like a Scarlet Witch, Black Widow sort of thing where we don't have any of their their action figures or pops or anything like that. But they've been better lately. Age of Ultron, Civil War was was great. It was. You had like Sharon Carter, all of them, Scarlet Witch in pop form. Not so much in figure form. No. We are getting the Scarlet Witch legend at some point. Sweet. So. Speaking of legends, I got my Black Panther. Oh. Check it out. Thursday, I'll post uh, you know some kind of dynamic pose. So, so jealous. Look out. So <laughs> jealous. Like, he, sends me, he sends me a picture. He's like, my man. Check it out. It's just like a picture of the Black Panther. Just like, yeah, in the cart. Oh. Yeah. I was like, please, somebody have two. So he goes hunting around the store. Yeah, looking everywhere. Just like looking for those guys yeah. that hide them. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so jealous. You've had some good luck with those lights. I have, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this has been a good wave for me. It's streaming nicely. I'm getting crushed here. There's nothing up in this part of Calgary. Yeah, it's tough, part eh? of Calgary, The yeah. Black Series. I gotta, I gotta find my Luke and Ahsoka. But um, speaking of, uh, of of the figures, do we get a Guardians line then announcement at some point for the... Probably the not Legends? until next year. Not the next year. Um, and then what about uh, Doctor Strange? Like, what's going on with that? Do so we... there is a Legends wave. Coming out. Coming out. Um, we don't think we've seen pictures. There might be some like... Uh, unofficial pictures that were released yeah. but it does look like it's going to be some repacking of the last year's comic-con legends exclusive from hasbro oh okay. which is uh so the, the there's the doc strange 
There's Dormammu. Oh. Uh, it's all the, like... Will it be a little more movie form or... Probably. I think so. The waves usually are combined like the comic and movie. That's right. And I think there's like a comic Doctor Strange and also a movie Doctor Strange. Cool. And I don't know if there's going to be a Baron Mordo or right. whom else. And we still don't know who um, Mads Mikkelsen's character is. Right. I don't know how many legends they usually do for a movie like that. Like yeah. Ant-Man only got the one legend, I believe. Yeah. With no yellow jacket. It was just Ant-Man. Oh. In an Ant-Man wave. Wow. So you had like Wasp and a few others that came with yeah. him. And it came with the, the Ultron Build-A-Figure. So oh, I had to get a whole damn so wave. to get that one. Yeah, <laughs> just for Ultron, right? But yeah, there yeah. should be the Doctor Strange wave. So that probably come out September, October-ish, I Sweet. would guess. Yeah. So probably a little later here in Canada. Yeah. If we do actually get it. <laughs> yeah, the Guardians line will come out. They'll hit hard. Oh, yeah. Because last year, they didn't really, or when it came out, 2014, they yeah. didn't really expect Guardians to do that well. So the merchandising was pretty lagged. Yeah. And we did get a whole line of legends. So that was exclusive movie. Nice. So it was like the five figures plus a Build-A-Figure group. Also a Nova and a Iron Man from the Guardians oh, run where he's in yeah, space. Yeah, and the suit. What, what Nova? Was it the Kid Nova or the old No, Nova? no. It was Richard Dick Rider. <laughs> Dick Rider? <laughs> Richard Rider. <laughs> what a name, right? Yeah. Great character, but what a name. <laughs> yeah, it was Wow. <laughs> So that's, it says yeah. Yeah, from like the 2007 run or whatever it was. Sweet. That's cool. <laughs> so nice. it's good. Yeah. Sticking with the MCU. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Some cast announcements, yes. right? Cast announcements. Yeah. And they started filming today. Today it's going down. Yeah. So In Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Right. So awesome. there's a nice kind of tag out of the Marvel crew. So there's a nice picture of James Gunn and Chris Pratt leaving the studio. Yeah. And John Watt and Tom Holland going into the studio sweet so love that yeah maybe there'll be a peter quill cameo in yeah Spider-Man. that'd be cool right yeah, yeah. <laughs> slim awesome. chance <laughs> but we're getting lots of casting news so they're just dumping everything on yeah, us yeah it's coming out yeah this is this is coming quick definitely because it's next year like it's a year from now ish like, we'll have three trailers by this time next year for spider-man oh, homecoming yeah which is crazy right that's awesome yeah. definitely like it's it's nuts that we're getting a spider-man in the mcu let alone a standalone. Yeah. Like it's right? so cool. So this casting that we've got. So we did talk quite a while ago about Michael Keaton and we kind of speculated on which villain he could be playing, if he is playing a villain. And it was confirmed, if I'm not mistaken, that yeah. he is the vulture. He's the vulture, yeah, it's going down. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's it's it's, it's the perfect age. I, I like that they're not, you know, um making Vulture a younger character, you know, they're keeping him like that senior, older uh, man, so I, I really like the casting. He's a great actor, this yeah. guy, and he's he's had some experiences with playing birds before. Right? So, <laughs> did win an Oscar, didn't he? He won an Oscar, <laughs> or he's nominated at least for that one. So, uh, yeah, that, so that's cool. And then we also got two other cast members yeah. now: being Logan Marshall Green, right? So I, he's in Prometheus. Prometheus, that's right. He got this really recognizable face, but I don't remember which character he played in Prometheus. Yeah, he basically looks like he's Tom Hardy's brother. He looks just like Tom Hardy. <laughs> that's this guy, dude, right? Dude. He looks just like Tom Hardy. But um, I do remember him in Prometheus. Uh, spoiler alert, he didn't make it out alive. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm excited for him. I was kind of hoping maybe he's going to play Mysterio, which would be really cool. Mysterio. I know fans have been asking for Mysterio for a long time in the movies. And the only thing is, though, if you have Mysterio and Vulture, that's that's a little little taste of Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah. going on there. Right? So could he be someone like, say, a Norman Osborn or a Doc Ock, where they're seeding a character? So they have maybe. to rapidly expand this Spider-Man universe, but not make the same mistakes that they did with the others. Right. So with Spider-Man 3 or The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Right. They overfill the screen with villains. Exactly. They have to... And they have to give someone to kind of go opposite Robert Downey Jr. as well. That's right. I feel like a Norman Osborn would fit so I well in this scenario. Yeah. Not have him as the villain until like the third installment or exactly. something. 
but just have him there and have him go toe to toe with Robbie Downey Jr. Yeah. And have I don't know this guy if he can hold his own against against yeah. Downey or not. I don't know. I, I if if they do go the Norman Osborn route, I want someone a bit older. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and like you said, have him just kind of in the background. You know, like right now in the Spidey comics, yeah. um, they have that going on right now where he's like just kind of watching, keeping tabs of of Spider Man. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I, I totally love for them to do that. I just don't know who they're gonna use. Who I don't think it'll be this guy. But I think they're definitely going to go that route. The, even if it's end credits scene, they need yes. something there. Because Amazing Spider-Man really messed up Norman Osborn. Oh, he's brutal. And the Raimi trilogy was so focused around the Osborns in general, yeah, right? you couldn't get away from it. And, and Amazing Spider-Man 2, that franchise, or that, that rebooted series, had something going on where they kind of, you know, the first one hinted at Norman being there. You're like, yeah. hey, this is cool. And then in part two, you know, it was a cool cast. I think his name was Cooper, something Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He could have played the part well, but then they killed the guy off in like two seconds, right? Cut his head off. And cut his head in off. In a, in a yeah. glass or right? something. That's weird, right? <laughs> Some Futurama stuff going on there. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's a waste of talent. But yeah, I really hope that you know they keep him, kind of make him the big bad of the Spider-Man universe and build him up, like you said, three films yeah. and then have him. And he's someone that could reach well into the, the MCU oh, and have so this like, knock-on effect of, of different things and show up el- elsewhere and yes. have the Oscorp, Oscorp Tower. And right? You just need to have those little things to connect it up a bit, right? To yes. solidify that Spider-Man is part of this universe. Exactly. And, yeah. and Norman Osborn is a way to do that. Definitely. It's and if, if, if Marvel can leverage the, some of the villains and kind of pull them in and make them part of the greater cinematic universe right. instead of having like this isolated pocket of Spider-Man villains. Yeah. And we, I think it'd be great. I'm just so pumped at what they could do with all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, so much potential there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you mentioned the comics. Yes. So it was also announced that this Dead No More thing that we've been speculating, yeah. wondering about what's going what's on, who going are they on? bringing back. They're bringing back the Clone Saga? They might be. They've been hinting towards that, like... You know, every two or three issues, they've been going back to this figure, this man in red. They haven't showed his face. Well, recently they have. Um, that's been kind of recruiting people, being like, come with me. I can bring back your wife. I can do this. I can do this. And um, they kind of showed his face eventually. It has like this pharaoh mask going on. But you told me that it's announced it's the jackal. Yeah, sorry if I spoiled that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, I think, it's, I think yeah, you could probably put it together anyways. Yeah, that was a big announcement. Yeah. And so it's, I guess, this clone conspiracy. And yes. they're talking about the Jackal. And, yeah. you know, he's recruited, I guess, Electro, Doc Electro, Hawk. Rhino's back there. And yeah. then he's uh, sitting beside Gwen. Gwen Stacy's with him as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, is this like Spider-Gwen? No, this no? looks like the original 616 Gwen, but probably a clone. Yeah. I doubt it's like the real Gwen, but it's meant to be the real Gwen. Did you ever read the Clone Saga? Because I, I, I did. I did. Did you like it? Because from what I've heard, people do not like. People it. hate it. You know what? It was uh, back in the day. It was it was Marvel's answer to the death of Superman? So okay. they were kicking their ass and they tried doing the Clone Saga, and it turned out to be a mess. Um, you know what? It's 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 a crazy story. It is kind of bad. It's kind of crappy. <laughs> but you know what? It, it created Ben Riley, who's one of my favorite Spider Men. Yeah. So uh, and Kane. Kane's a really cool Spider Man as well. But it was a little bit of a messy. Story. So, and you know what? They tried going back again and again, recreating this story. I kind of wish they'd just leave it alone. You know, um, yeah, I think we've had a fair share of clones. Yeah, and they're revisiting a lot of things, but yeah. at the same time, with Civil War Two, they're yeah. doing a fantastic job. We had issue number really? two drop last oh, week. What did you think? Loved it. Yeah, I love. Uh, I think it's David Marquez. Yeah, I love this guy's art and. I've always been a fanboy of uh, Brian Michael Bendis. This guy does no right. He's he's a brilliant writer. A lot this of people guy. have a hate on for him. I don't but, know where like, it comes from. His stuff is great. His Avenger stuff is great. Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, Guardian stuff he's done is good. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's awesome. David Marquez is great. I love what they're doing with Iron Man. This story. It's it's hilarious. It's serious. There's so much going on, yeah. and you don't want to miss 
a text going on at all, right? You just you want to read everything. You want to observe this whole comic. I love it. I 100% agree. And it's, yeah. it's exactly that. Like you, I've gone back and reread pages and being like, okay, I want to make sure I'm understanding each and every right? bit. Because there's so much happens in a book. So Marvel has a tendency at times to have these drawn out uh, events. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, just get to the point. And I know we've discussed this before, but yeah. this is like boom, boom, boom. Yes. Every issue, something's happening. At the end of this issue, we're going to say spoilers here. Yeah. If you haven't read Civil War issue number two, but Banner comes into the mix. Yeah. And I have no idea what's going on with Hulk. I'm not reading Indestructible or what totally is it? Awesome. Totally awesome Hulk. Yeah. And because I thought there was, uh, what's his name? Chow. Uh, yeah, Amadeus Chow. Amadeus Chow. I yeah. thought he was Hulk. The Hulk. Maybe yeah. there's two Hulks now? There must be. I, I read an issue of Old Man Logan the other day, and, and automa- automa- oh, I just said his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, Chow Hulk, <laughs> totally awesome Hulk, was fighting Banner, or fi- fighting Wolverine. So anyways, I don't know where Banner's been, but it seems like he's back in the mix yeah. now. Yeah. And because they, when they tease this event, they were talking about the idea that there was going to be a particular character yeah. that... Captain Marvel's side was going to go after and basically either try to lock up or kill or whatever, right? Yeah. And this seems to be like the character, and especially with Tony and Banner's relationship, they've kind of pulled a bit from the movies right. and you know, evolved their relationship in the comic books. Yeah. But it looks like this is gonna be one of the pivotal characters in the storyline. Yeah. You know, and Tony is also responsible for firing the Hulk off into space. Yeah. So he's not in unfamiliar territory when it comes to arresting <laughs> and trying to solve the Hulk problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Really exciting stuff. And yeah. there's a choosing your or choose your side comic that comes out this week. Sweet. So we're looking forward to that. So again, there's all kinds of stuff coming out. I'm not Definitely. really picking up some of the other stuff because there's a lot of it and unless it's focusing in on characters that I really like. Yeah. I'm not going to really pick it up. I'll probably maybe get dragged into a few of them yeah. if they turn out to be pivotal or really good. Right. If you say Spider-Man's really good and worth yeah. reading, I'll it's probably cool. do that. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man's pretty cool. It's definitely something you don't need, but it's um, it's a pretty neat issue. You got to see Spider-Man and um, the human. I can't even pronounce his name. Is it Ulysses? Yeah, Ulysses. Yeah, okay. So you get to see those two kind of uh, team up, which is, which is pretty neat. But what I really like is that you get the Hulk in the mix of the Civil War. You know, the big thing with the Civil War, the original one is... No Thor, no Hulk. Well, yeah. not necessarily real Thor. Now we get to see the Hulk in the mix, so that's that's pretty cool. I'm glad they put him in there. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Definitely. Good stuff. Comics, comics. Oh, comics. comics are just incredible right now, man. Like, I'm, I'm loving yeah. everything I'm picking up right now. DC and Marvel yeah. across the board, yeah. And so I know we've been teasing it for a little while, so we're officially going to do our DC Rebirth, at least review number one of yeah. all the June stuff yes. in two weeks' time. Yes. So next week's going to Independence Day. The yeah. following week, we're going to review all of the June releases. Yeah. So that's the Rebirth issue number ones yes. for Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all those guys. Yeah. And then the issue number ones. That take place right after the that, Rebirth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to be going through, there's got to be about 20 books. Oh, there. yeah, there's going to be yeah. a lot. But it's good. This gives everybody enough time out there to like digest everything. Yeah. There's a lot coming at them. Um I think they're releasing issues now every two weeks. So you're going to get a Batman every two yeah. weeks and a, and a Superman every two weeks. It's so a lot. It is a lot. So we're going to try to keep it fairly high level. It's probably going to be me asking a lot of questions. Cool. And Sanjay, we'll be back for that episode. Yes, or DC I'm committing guru. you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you out. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward to that one. Absolutely. As well as Independence Day. Yeah. 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 So. Have, you, have you stayed away from the critic responses and everything like that yes. so far? Nice. Nice. So don't tell me. No, no I don't. I I'm stayed out of it. Probably they're probably gonna pan it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've stayed away from some of the trailers. 
I've seen some of the characters that are in there that are coming back. And I'm like, yeah. yes, this is what I want. Definitely. And I'm just going to go into it and attempt. And I know with Ninja Turtles, I said, I don't think I'm capable of doing this anymore. But I'm yeah. going to attempt to go in and just enjoy this movie for what it is. Sweet. So Sweet. hopefully we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. So I checked out Central Intelligence this weekend. Yes. And playing in every single other theater yeah. was Finding Dory. Oh, a lot of fishes, right? <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> and apparently everyone went to see this. Apparently. $136 million opening weekend. Fantastic, (laughs) right? Disney, another point. You know, these guys are killing it. So that's the biggest animated opening of all time. Almost doubling what Finding Nemo did. Finding Nemo did $70 million this opening weekend in 2003. And this nearly doubled it. Something like 94%. Wow. (laughs) And so it broke the the record for the largest single day yep. animated feature, and it kind of got it's up in the range of Toy Story two, you know? and it's massive. That's incredible. You know, I thought it's going to do well. You know, especially with Ellen behind this movie, I yeah. thought it's, it's for sure going to do well. But one hundred and thirty six yeah. million—that's just incredible. And especially for having a hiatus of so long, yeah. like you, this is a completely different generation. Yes, it is a Pixar movie, so you're going to have a built-in audience no matter what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, to do that type of money in a year where we're seeing sequels just getting hammered, right. number twos are not doing very well. No, not at all. <laughs> Definitely not. And here no. comes this guy. Yeah. <laughs> out of, not really out of nowhere, but it's one of these movies, like you said, you look at it, oh yeah, they'll probably do 90 to 100 million. Its predecessor did 70. You get a bit of a bump from that. Yeah. And then boom, like, like this thing's going to have legs too. Oh. Definitely. No, it's going to run in probably through into July. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of movies kind of rolling out right now. But you're looking at very different crowds between this and Independence Day. Yeah. And even the crowd that goes and sees Central Intelligence, different crowd, which also did well for the, the type of movie it is. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that. And, you know, we just, we're going to discuss here sequels. Yeah. Particularly the second entry into a franchise or in at least, maybe not franchise, but at least into a, a movie title. That's right. And so we're going to talk about some of the best and some of the most disappointing. Yeah, it's going down. Yeah, This year in particular, we've had Neighbors 2, TMNT 2, Nicemi 2, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Zoolander 2, Divergence. I think that's a number two. Yeah, I think it is. London Has Fallen. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of success being found with second entries into into a movie franchise. And it's interesting because... With this Finding Dory sequel, like, again, it has this built-in Pixar audience, but it does incredible. Yeah. And you have to wonder what is what allows a sequel to do better than its predecessor, or at least top or equal its predecessor, I should say. That's right. And that's something maybe we can explore here a bit with some of these movies that we're going to rattle off here. And again, these are opinions. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't facts. <laughs> Probably won't agree with all these. Yeah, I have someone subjective. here that are like, <laughs> I don't know if people are actually going to agree with this yeah. or not. But what, are, what do you think the factors are that make a sequel better than its predecessor? What's something that has to go into a movie that you know, you'll actually go out and see and kind of chase a movie and be like, yes, this is a better movie than what I saw before. This is building on the characters, but in a better way. Yeah. I think I think they have to give us something new. Uh, nobody likes something that's been rehashed, yeah. right? I think that's uh, Hangover. I think that's something that they failed yeah. over and over again, right? And comedies really fall victim to this quite yeah. a bit, is that they go back and recreate the same movie again. That's right. And, you know, you're going in, Hangover hit on something different. Yeah. And you're looking at movies like Deadpool. Right. Hit on something different. 
And that's what people like. This exactly. is something that's original. Yeah. But going back and recreating the same thing, the same jokes. Again, Anchorman 2 was something that people were dying to oh, see. Yeah. Even right? Zoolander 2. Yeah. These comedies. And they just fall flat because it's the same jokes. Yeah. It's the same actors 10 years later trying to capture something that was special for audiences the first go around. Yep. And it's just the same thing kind of dumped out there. Exactly. So I, I think you're right. It's, it's capturing what was original about the, the first film in the franchise. Yeah. But then again, building on that and expanding even a universe or the character. And I think with comic book movies in particular, it seems that if you're moving from kind of an origin story and then focusing on the villain yeah. in the second one, uh-huh. and then it, but at the same time expanding kind of your, your protagonist's kind of role and the universe itself. And that seems to have worked for, for sure. some of the comic book movies as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Captain America. Batman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So... Let's throw so let's start with the best. Let's start with the positive. Cool, cool. Some, of the, some of the better sequels that we've seen in our day, yeah, at yeah. least. And kind of, we'll, kind of, I'm pulling from a few different areas here, yeah. but a lot of these are more modern sequels for me. Cool. Uh, with the exceptions of the ones from the 80s and that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, what are some of your best? You don't have to go in any particular order. Any particular We're just going kind to of cool. chat them out there. Cool. So this one, this is this is one of my all time. I love this. I go back to it every year. Bill and Ted Two, <laughs> Bogus Journey, nineteen ninety one. I loved this movie. This was, you know, for a comedy, it was it was funnier than the last one, and they went somewhere completely different. Yeah, you know. So yeah, this is this is awesome. It's a totally you know turn your brain off and just just cheese right out. So <laughs> that movie was pretty cool, and I got a Terminator Two. Yes, Terminator Two was awesome. Ninety one yes. as well. Both the same year. Those two. Yeah. Yeah, that one took a huge leap forward. Oh what James God. Cameron was able to do with the computer graphics, oh right, and with uh, the, the what is it, the the T one thousand, yeah, yeah, just and if you, if you go back and watch the original, like the the graphics are all right, yeah, and the prosthetics that they put on, and that kind of when he gets his face half blown off, right. And, it's hard to watch now. Yeah. But that Terminator 2 holds oh, up. Oh, it's it it awesome. But like we mentioned, they changed the stakes, right? Like, in the first one, is almost like a horror movie. Yeah. In some ways, right? But in this one, they went somewhere else. It's, it's very action-oriented. But it was a great movie. And it's so sci-fi, yeah. too, right? And the twist they put on it with Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. The first one, he's the villain. Right. And this one, he's, he's there to protect. I love it. Yeah. And that's so cool. And you don't really know that. If you, I guess the trailers at the time, like I was too young to see the trailers or whatever, I guess it did spoil that aspect of it. Right. But it's not really until you're well into the film that you actually realize that the Terminator is on you know, Sarah Connor's side. Right. John Connor side. Like, it's yeah. really cool they it's did. Great. But again, that's going back and taking something that was very different and then twisting it, yes. using those same characters, evolving the storyline, yeah. but doing something completely different and at the same time throwing in this incredible scene. Like, I swear, go back and rewatch that. Right. It still holds up. It does. It's fantastic, <laughs> there's, right? There's been movies that came out in the last two years that the CG does not look as good as this. Right. Yeah. And it's incredible to me. Like, Love I, it. I just don't know how they were able to create that. And they really haven't recaptured the essence of the Terminator franchise again, really, no, right? No, they kind of left it and then they came back with Terminator 3, yeah, which, which was and then Salvation. Good. Yeah, with um, uh, Christian Bale, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they had this more Genesis, Genesis or whatever. yeah. And so they haven't been able to recapture that, but it's a lot of rehashing the same thing. Yeah. They haven't taken that story and spun it again. Exactly. And I don't know what you could do. There's, they've gone way into the future. They've tried the time travel yeah. again and tried to recapture the, the first one with uh, Terminator Genesis. That's right. So again, it's it's one of these things. Maybe it's just got to, to lie. Yeah, it's 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 tough. You know, they actually had a really hit TV series. That's the Sarah yeah. Connor Chronicles. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> what about X two? X two is awesome. Yes. X two is great. Nice. Yeah, X two. I love what they did with X two. Yeah. Nightcrawler. 
Unreal. Oh, like the, the White House scene, right? With this guy. That changed what I viewed as kind of the X-Men. I never read the yeah. comics or anything like that. And we've reviewed lots of X-Men stuff. Oh, Go yeah. back and check it out a few episodes ago. We do talk about this Nightcrawler scene. But again, this is one of the best sequels. So good. Not even for a comic book movie. In movies in general. Right? And what they're able to do, again, building on these characters. They're bringing in something new with, yes. with Nightcrawler. New mutants. And, you know, the, the X-Men franchise does have the ability to bring in new characters all of the time. Yeah. But as we've seen in subsequent movies, that always doesn't work. It's about bringing the right characters in at the right time. Yeah. And they're dynamic. And, again, it's the story. Yes. Doing something different with William Stryker. It wasn't, again, it was a little bit of Magneto. But it was something yeah. different. And you got Lady Deathstrike, and yeah. you've got the whole Weapon X program right? in there. You're building a lot on that. Yeah, Mystique and was awesome in that one. That's that's probably the last time I actually liked enjoyed Mystique. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's again looking at these sequels and saying, you know, what have they done different to make these superior? And then you go to the third installment of some of these, and you're kind of like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and the X Men hit the nail on the head a bit with the the, the kind of in X Men Apocalypse when they kind of bluntly said the third one isn't usually the best one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming out of Richard and the Jedi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what do you got up there? Uh, Batman, Dark Knight. Yes. Two thousand eight. What this movie did, right? Is this the best sequel of all time? It's probably up there with Godfather too. Yeah. This this is this movie was fantastic. What they did with the Joker, you know, this this was crazy. It was such a good movie. You could have taken Batman out and you could have taken Joker out of there and still been blown away because this basically was like a detective thriller, yep. you know, chasing the psychopath down in the city. And it just so happened to be Batman taking down the Joker, right? It's smart. The direction was great. I love what uh, Christopher Nolan did with this yeah. movie. Jeez. Everything, the score is the fantastic. Score is awesome. Yeah. So intense. Yeah. And Batman, he does take a back seat here. He does, yeah. To Joker. Yeah. Where I felt like in Batman Begins, he was kind of pushed to the forefront. The Scarecrow was there, but he wasn't yeah. as prominent of a villain. But Heath Ledger in particular. Right. And it's, you know, what would they have done with that character outside of this 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 movie? Right. You know, we'll never know. And unfortunately, Heath Ledger had to die. Yeah. And that, or didn't have to die, but did die. Did die, yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, what this did for the comic book genre, yeah. it made, it, it showed that these can be serious movies. Right. These can be excellent movies and we had predecessors there like x2 and that that were really well done yeah but this kind of this was the reason that they went to 10 nominations for sure in the oscars oh yeah because this movie didn't get nominated right and this showed that yes they are comic books they're adapting these and this isn't a silly genre this exactly. isn't a we're going to dress up in leather suits and you have superpowers and all this kind of stuff you know i credit this a lot with what's happened with Captain America. Oh, for sure. And Daredevil, the Netflix yeah, series, Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. They showed yeah. that you could have true gritty storylines. Yeah. No universe doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. But it shows that you can do something serious. And and again, it's this, this concept of it wasn't just a comic book movie. Yeah. It was a, you know, like you said, like a, a thriller. Yeah. It was a, a police thriller or whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. But it was a comic book movie at the same time. For sure. And Captain America's really picked up on that. Oh, yeah. With using kind of these political spy thrillers, but it's also a comic book movie. Right. And so it's using different genres and melding them together within kind of your gross comic book movie that's that's really pivoted and pushed these out as movies that people can accept as being, you know, fantastic action and you know, smart. Exactly. All the, you know, it's it's you know, it's really great. And this movie, yeah. I think, did it. Oh yeah, just 
phenomenal. I think I think the score was it was Hans Zimmer. I think yeah, Hans Zimmer doing yeah. a lot of the WB stuff. Yeah, just fantastic, man. Yeah. I love this one. And Harvey Dent, oh, like Aaron Eckhart's portrayal, did right yeah. with them. I thought it was great, and I was really upset that he didn't show back up. But it was probably the right thing for the character, the right choice to have him die. Yeah, even though he's only two face for you know 10, 20 minutes, right. whatever it was, and he was my one of my favorite characters in the cartoon series. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. But it was, I think, a good way. And they ended it. It was kind of like, yeah, Batman's just out there. Yeah. And they could have went anywhere with the yeah. franchise. It was an appropriate ending. Very Empire Strikes Back ending. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And that decision, you know, Batman save, uh, save his girl or save Harvey Dent. And, you know, what he plans on doing doesn't actually work out to what he wanted to do. And The way that plan came together on film, the first time I saw yeah. it, and the whole time you're thinking, he's going to save, uh, what's her name, Rose Dawson? Yeah, uh, no. Hall's yeah, whatever. I can't remember Maggie. Ma- Maggie Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, I, I can't remember yeah. her name. I can't remember. I should know that. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It kind of matters to die. <laughs> but you're go- you're going through that. It's so intense. Yes. And I love the scene where you have Commissioner Gordon in there, and they're driving to save uh, Harvey Dent. Yeah. Mount the car, mount yeah. the and it's just like this chaotic night, and you just get. The vibe from the whole thing, like right from the start, that there's just so much chaos going in all at once. The hospital blowing up. Yeah, oh, man, that is. Oh, it's just it's just madness. The boat scene, everything that yeah. movie, the the bike. I think everybody lost their mind when that bike came. It out. just yeah. shot out. Yeah, this I'd have to say is probably one of the pinnacles of sequels. Definitely. This is you know the perfect example of how to build on a previous movie that wasn't as well received. Right. And it was an origin story and changing it and evolving the characters and putting out something that, again, and this is maybe where the Dark Knight Rise suffered, yeah. was that it could not stand up to this. It really couldn't. And that's sometimes where these franchises fall flat is that the, the second movie is so good that the third just can't meet that expectation. It's, yeah, completely agree. So, yeah. One franchise that did fall <laughs> to that was the Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah. But Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Awesome choice. Something else. Yes. Something else. It was, again, it was, you know, leveraging on stronger villains. Yeah. And also a very, very strong Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think his portrayal in here was really well done. Yeah. We had a really evolved the computer graphics again. Oh, with the web swinging and the fight scenes on the walls. So train. good. That train scene. Love and it. And then when they carry him. Oh, and he says, wow. yeah. It, it, it was great. And, and, you know, this showed that superhero movies can make some money. Exactly. You know, this set the bar high in the box office. Yeah. And that was even something, like, I, I watched Entourage. <laughs> and they make reference to that. as That was one of the, one of the first movies to go over $100 million, I right. believe. Yeah. And people thought, nothing's ever going to touch this. And now we've had like five movies already this year. Right? It's, that, it's, right? it's phenomenal. Yeah. And again, it's it's a sequel that like that's a really good point. It showed that not only can these be good, yeah. but they can make serious money. Exactly. And that started people thinking like again, we can build franchises, we can build universes around this. Yeah. So a lot of these sequels, I'm going to give credit to building the foundation for what we're getting now in the MCU Definitely. and the DC cinematic universe. Definitely, yeah, have to. Yeah. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, Spider-Man 2, Dark Knight, those were incredible. Uh, going away from the superheroes, I have Back to the Future. Back to the Future 2. I love it. Yeah, right here, yeah, right there too. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I love that movie. Oh, it's incredible. I think seeing that movie, everybody wants to go out there and get a hoverboard. Yes. You know? I'm still am waiting for it. <laughs> Sometimes they right? put those commercials they are like, hey, we've actually invented the hoverboard. <laughs> and then Doc Brown shows up. You're like, oh, this is not... 
real. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, the, he had the jacket going on, the hoverboard. The shoes? Yeah, the shoes. Those <laughs> Nikes, I still want those right now. Those things are incredible. It was such a cool movie. You know, he goes to the future. He comes back to 1955 again to, you know, fix uh, fix up what's going on. And um, I love this movie, man. Yeah. yeah, it's it's incredible. This one hits quite close to home for me because yeah. my dad and I are both big Back to the Future fans. Nice. These, are, these are movies that I watched as a kid with them. And even still when we go home, Sweet. we'll pop on. He's a big fan of Back to the Future 3. I'm a big fan of Back to the Future 2. Nice. And sometimes usually when we go home, it's like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Or whatever. They've always got a Back to the Future marathon on. <laughs> we'll kind of park in front of the couch and have a few beers Sweet. and watch Back to the Future. But Back to the Future's always been my favorite. For sure. And the first one is fantastic. I love, love, oh, love the right. first one. Yeah. I'm not going to say I love this one better. Yeah. But this one, again, it builds on something that's there. And a lot of people don't have the same feeling. They find yeah. that this one is the weakest of the three. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I don't particularly kind of fall into that. Yeah. But again, like you said, it's it plays with this the time stream concept. Yeah. And they're going, they go forward into the future, which I always thought was awesome. Like I as a kid. I love it. It's yeah. like, and they've gone, that's past the dates right? past, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Like 2015, I think it was October 2015. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And like the Jaws coming out oh, and the 3D. Yeah. And how close it was really cool because the Cubs in 2015 yeah. were one of, they made it to the conference finals or whatever. And that was the team that they predicted right. in Back to the Future to win. Oh, no how way. crazy would that have been? Yeah. And, and, and it's cool because, you know, part one was one of like the first kind of cliffhangers to lead right into part two. Yeah. Something that we see all the time in these movies now, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah, it, it was great. I liked what they uh, what they did with that movie. Yeah, and they go to yeah. Biff Tannen world or whatever it right. is. And yeah. That alternate timeline thing that J.J. Abrams have kind of borrowed from. Yeah. From the <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not like really into the concept of time travel and that. Yeah. But I always like what they did there, how they, they had to go back to 1955 again. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan of 1950s period pieces cool. as well. And so I really love the first one for that aspect oh, of it. Yeah. But the fact that the second one goes in the future and then into an alternate yeah. future our our alternate past and then right. way back to another like I think it's just great and like love what it. they do with the characters and ah oh, it's just great. We should call this episode us gushing about movies we love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Movie crushes. <Yeah. laughs> got a question here. So yeah. I've got one on here that I don't really know if it's a sequel or not. Oh, okay, cool. Let's see so, what it is. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh. So it is the third movie in a franchise. Yeah. But chronologically it's number two. It's number two. That's right, because the one that came Temple out, of Doom. number two was like a year before. Yeah, it was a prequel. Right, right. And so does this fall into the category of direct sequel? So it's not yeah. exactly the movie that comes right after, but yeah. chronologically, it falls in line. Yeah. I I'll, go with, I'll go with the sequel. I'll say it's a yeah, sequel. I agree. Because that's I guess what, you'd have to say part two is the prequel, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. It's part, well, this, that, and that's what that would be like saying, you know, is, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, here. yeah, that's covered. No, but is that actually, you know, the fifth movie in the franchise <laughs> or right. what? So, but it's a, I don't know. Yeah. But Last Crusade is one of my favorite movies. For sure. Love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. But what they did in Last Crusade, I love, I know it's probably <laughs> the greatest scene to love, but I really love when Indiana Jones goes up and Hitler signs his book. Like, I just find that like a really surreal moment. Yeah. Like, the, the Nazis are chasing him. They're putting books in the background. They're in kind of right in Germany. Yeah. And Hitler signs his book. Like, I just thought that was a really weird and surreal moment. And I've always been like, ah. And Sean Connery's great in it. that's his dad in that one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I always liked Indiana Jones fighting Nazis. That's where yeah. he needs to be. Yeah. I yeah. like him punching the shit out of Nazis. Yep. <laughs> not a big fan of Nazis. <laughs> no. No, definitely not. That's why I really think with the next one coming out, I really, I hope it's, again, Harrison Ford passing the torch to another one. I hope it's like, you know, we get to see Harrison Ford as an old indie, 
but he was maybe telling us a story back in the day when yeah. he was fighting Nazis. That'd be great. And Chris Pratt or Bradley Cooper. Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, yeah. Cooper yeah, someone, yeah. I think they need to do that because they need to yeah. re-ground, re-ground it they and do. recapture what's in Because like you said, the best part of that is when he's kind of fighting the Nazis. He's in the war because yeah. this all happens pre-war. Yeah. And you know, I think it got away from Spielberg in the sense for the fourth one. With the aliens? Yeah. He <laughs> didn't want Indiana Jones fighting Nazis again. Yeah. Because it was after that he did Schindler's List. Oh. Which is a very, very intense movie about the Holocaust and all that. Yeah. And he did not want to have Nazis on the screen anymore. He right. wanted to do something different. And it was appropriate for the timeline that. Yeah. I know we're kind of getting sideways here into <laughs> something different. But Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, nice. we're going to call it a sequel. I'm going with a part two, man. Yep, yeah, for sure. So that's sequel. one of my favorites yeah. in there. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think we both got this one on ours for sure. Uh, Spidey references it in Civil War. Uh, Empire Strikes Back 1980 yes this was phenomenal of a sequel this was like the first kind of Dark Knight we got where the heroes are not in good terms and changes the status quo of the whole universe yes and it wasn't kind of this happy-go-lucky ending where you you see your your and or your protagonist triumph over evil this was very very different oh yeah and it has some of the most quotable lines in movie history and one of the biggest reveals in movie history ever yeah Ever. And people that have never seen Star Wars will quote Vader. Right. Will know that Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Yeah. Small side tangent. Go read Bloodlines. I'm about oh, three man. quarters done it. Yeah. It is so good. Awesome. All right, man. And I'm it's, sold. And it's, a, like I said before, if you didn't like the political stuff, it's going to be tough to get into. Yeah. But just plow through it. Yeah. Just get through Sweet. it. It is excellent nice and nice. what they get into and what they start to reveal oh yeah and how it builds into the force awakens essential reading material cool. for that timeline oh, for that man. era all right get into it and audiobooks only like 13 hours long yeah. i know it sounds long but <laughs> you know if you can get through like half an hour a day or something even oh, yeah. 20 minutes a day yeah. that's only a couple days <laughs> yeah that's not too bad a couple months but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna crunch stuff for sure but yeah i want to throw that out there while Sweet. we're talking stories here a bit because Again, it's it's really built on some cool stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, Empire Strikes Back, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And no doubt that's going to be on our list here as best sequels. And like we were talking about at the start, it really changes it. it again, and it's George Lucas writing this. So when I was reading that book, uh, How Star Wars Comes to the Universe, it goes through in detail. Again, this movie, was it wasn't like George Lucas had this all planned out. Right. He had p- bits and pieces of this, and a lot of this didn't evolve until right there. Different director. Yeah. And we have uh, Lawrence Kasdan was involved in this, who is also involved in The Force Awakens and the original Star Wars and Raiders Lost Ark. Yeah. And so you've got a lot of good writers there. And Hoth, incredible. I'm staring at right now oh, two man. Hoth figures. Oh, my goodness. So I, I, another little <laughs> side tangent here. <laughs> I was wandering around EV Games after Troy recommended to, you know, maybe check that out. I'm not yeah. a gamer or anything like that. And he said they're starting to drop Black Series stuff in there. That's yeah. where he got my, my Ray Starkiller base from. I walk in. I'm staring straight at Han Solo oh. and Tauntaun, Black Series, the big box, as well as Luke Skywalker and the Wampa. Yeah. 25 bucks Canadian oh, a piece. Spectacular. Sets, and these right? things are like they're. It's a, I'm paying more for that for the Black Series to Toys R Us right now. Right. Twenty seven bucks. Oh yeah, for the single is, little figure. Yeah, these yeah. are enormous pieces, and they build up the collection nicely. I went on Big Bad Toy Store right after. Yeah. Forty four ninety nine for the Wampa and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And the thirty nine some odd for the uh, 
the Han Solo. Yeah. And so if you guys are near an EB Games, they're stocking these Go now. pick them up. Get them now. For sure. It's, the price is incredible. It's, I could not yeah, believe it. It's awesome. I went in, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to like kind of <laughs> rein in a bit, <laughs> spending, you know, got a few expenses coming up. And I was like, I walked in, I was like, I have to buy these. Oh, yeah. The scale's great. Like you could probably fit Luke Skywalker in the Tauntaun for sure. But the size, <laughs> not actually. Well, I was looking for. I don't know if there's a belly that opens. Uh, it doesn't look like it. No. That'd be incredible. Yeah, but it's nice that they're not repacks of characters. So this yeah. is the Han Hoth, yeah. Hoth Han, and Hoth Luke. Yes, and so it's they're not characters that you find in the Black Series waves or anything Sweet like package. that. Package, yeah, yeah no, they're so all original. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Anyways, back to Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it's. I'm sure you've all seen it, and one day we'll talk about this in detail. I oh, think. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's 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 the, one of the pinnacles of the 1980s, and it's my favorite Star Wars film. It's always going to be my it. favorite Star Wars. Yeah, film. that's always the bar, right? Yeah, like there that you have to compare everything else. Yeah, to. and this is too when you get a lot of the, the evolution of Vader, oh. and you're getting a lot more than you got even in the the original in A New Hope, right? This is Vader in his prime, almost, yeah. right? Well, maybe not his prime, but I guess in the, in the movie format. Yeah, yeah. And this is the one they've tweaked the least in terms of the special editions yes. and all that. And there's only a few things they've added, kind of the new emperor scene and yeah, all that. I think Sky City was it? Yeah, Bespin. Yeah, that's Bespin. Yeah, they've yeah tweaked stuff in there, but that's yeah. kind of un- almost unknown. But they just kind of made it look better. Yeah, like, exactly. They just kind of cleaned up the clouds and you know, had a sunset and yeah. stuff like that, and added some uh, the cloud city cars and all that, yeah. or um, whatever they are, spaceships. Or, right. So, but yeah, it's fantastic. You get Lando Calrissian in there, yeah. and the cliffhanger ending. You, you get Luke in the cool uh, Bassman outfit too. Yeah, right, fantastic. Yeah. and then this is a, a movie that a lot of sequels tried to mimic in the sense of the ending of it. Yes, and I think you're going to see a lot of movies continue to try to do that, oh, even yeah. on a very darker. Again, going back to the idea that the villains prevail, right? And you you, you leave your heroes in a very precarious spot. Yeah, which yeah. is which is cool. I think this is the first time we see uh, Palpatine. Well, Darth Sidious too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the Emperor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's because they in his they've changed it now. The, the image they get is now what's his name? Um, the the, the guy that played Actor. Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it used to be like this guy's face with like chimp eyes or something. It's really really weird. Yeah, if you go back and watch the original VHS tapes. Right. I think even maybe the DVDs. They might have. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, it's really weird the first time because they didn't really know what they wanted to do with it right. at the time. And but yeah, going back, it's. That's a movie that if I have to just throw if someone's like, you know, let's I want to watch a Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, it's that goes on definitely. Yeah, so let's skip quickly back to the MCU. Oh yeah, Winter Soldier. Yes, <laughs> definitely. That's on my list for sure. Yeah, love this 2014 Captain America Winter Soldier yeah. the sequel to the first Avenger. Yeah, and uh, the first Avenger, which some of our friends yeah delayed offside, uh, don't really like. Go check out delayed offside podcast. <laughs> Drop episodes every so often about NHL news. And oh such. yeah, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, Baron's a good guy. Yeah, yeah go check him out. But he does not a fan of Captain America number one, no. the first Avenger. No, it's not feeling the vibe. But everyone's a friend of Winter Soldier. Yeah, and this changed Cap. This Brought him and put him on the pedestal right next to Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, I think it maybe even went past a little yeah. bit there, right? Well, now I think yeah. so, right? Yeah. With Civil War and that. And this oh, yeah. really allowed us to have a Civil War movie. Right. The success of Winter Soldier here and the storyline and what they did. And again, it comes back to this idea, this concept of, of melding genres. It doesn't have to be the strictly like the world is ending. We need exactly. all our superheroes to go into space and fight Galactus or whatever. Yeah. This is so grounded and something different in that universe. Again, focusing around a villain. 
And something that Marvel hasn't captured really well is their villains. Yeah. And when they do have good villains, the movies are superb. Absolutely. I love all the movies, but yeah. you look at Winter Soldier, Avengers. Yes. And you have these excellent villains. And where you have, you know, maybe looking at Thor, the, the Dark Elves and that, yeah. you have a sequel there yeah. that has a weaker villain. Yeah, Malekith. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't come off as well. Even Iron up. Man two, yeah, right? three, yeah, could have had potentially the best Iron Man villain, and, and they they blew it there. Yeah, so this is one of the Marvel sequels that is better, I think, than its predecessor. Oh yeah, I really really like First Avenger. Yeah. When you look at Iron Man two, Thor: The Dark World, yeah. Age of Ultron, yeah. they all don't live up to their predecessors, no. with the exception of, of Winter Soldier here. Yeah, it's great. The score, the, the hand-to-hand combat in this movie is is the best I've seen. I love the fight in the, between Sebastian Stan and um, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. Obviously, there's stunt devils in, in, in the works of this too, but I, it's just fantastic. The, the, the action, like I said, the storytelling, it's just great. The costume, I really like the costumes in this movie. Yeah. The espionage sequences that go on with Cap and Anthony Mackie. He was a standout. When they told me that Falcon's going to be in the next Marvel movie, I was like, who cares? Yeah. And right off the bat, when these two were jogging, on the left, on the left, I love these guys' yeah. chemistry, even till this day. Just the best. So good. Yeah. So good. Okay, a couple more here before we get into some of the ones that maybe aren't as much favorite as others. <laughs> I have a one here that maybe a lot of people won't agree with. Oh, yeah? Lost World Jurassic Park. Ooh, that's I'm, bold. I'm not going to say it's better <laughs> yeah. than its predecessor. Yeah. Not by a long shot. Yeah. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. Sweet. I feel like I have a thousand favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it stands... Nothing will ever compare to that. Not Jurassic World, nothing. Yeah. But I want to give a little props to The Lost World. Cool. I don't think... Like I said, I don't, I'm going to repeat this again because I don't want people to <laughs> misinterpret what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think it's better than Jurassic Park. Yeah. But I think it does something different enough that as a kid, right. I really enjoyed it. Sweet. And that's some of the innocence that I miss sometimes. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you, you become, a, I don't know what it is. You lose that innocence yeah. and you. I want to sit down and enjoy a movie. And this is something that I did when I was a kid. Nice. I love the concept of two T-Rexes. Oh, yeah. I love seeing Stegosaurus. They came at us with different dinosaurs, which that's I right. really loved, right? Yeah. And, you know, they brought Ian and Malcolm back. And this concept of at the start of the movie when they're on the the game trail and they're chasing all the dinosaurs when i can't remember how old i was i was 97 so i was like 12 or something and i love that i thought it was so cool for sure they had all these different dinosaurs and that was something that i think that they they did capture with this concept of we're gonna put different dinosaurs in here and we're gonna put a whole bunch of them for sure they went bigger yeah for sure exactly and i did really like that about that yeah I don't know. I, I still have a bit of a time. That's cool. Soft spot for it. One of the first movies I saw twice in theaters. Oh, wow. And yeah, I don't know. Did John Williams come back to do the score for this one too? Because I mean, the score in the first yeah. one is just... Incredible. Right. Yeah, I believe he did. He, did. he scores most of Spielberg stuff. Yeah. And there's... Because there's hints of the old score in there. Right. So I'm assuming he came back and did it. Yeah. But I just wanted to throw that one out. Yeah, there. nice. Let's see, nice. there's some other ones oh, like yeah, there's some classic Wrath of Khan, yeah. Batman Returns. Oh, with Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. the best Catwoman till this day. Yeah. Um, Godfather Two. I yeah. can't even go any further if I don't mention that Godfather Two. What they did in this movie, it's they give you best of both worlds, the prequel and the sequel. Right? Yeah. Loved this movie. Yeah, it's good stuff. And Spider-Man Two, Aliens. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. one for Izzy out there for sure. Yeah, Toy Story Two is even fantastic. Toy Story Two is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking forward to Incredible Two. Yeah, hopefully it's uh, it's better. So there's lots out there. Yeah, there's lots of good sequels, and I think like we've we said it a couple of times here, it's it's building on what you have, but doing something again different. Exactly. The changes in. 
these movies that we're going to move into now, some of the maybe not so favored movies, yep. are ones that really struggled to do something different. Like kind of lost their way. Exactly. Like I said, comedies really you know fail at this, where they just throw the same jokes out there. Yeah. But one of the movies that really captured imagination in 1999, yep. took a lot of thunder away from The Phantom Menace, was The Matrix. Yeah, Reloaded. Oh, well, no, that was the original, original. original one. Yeah. Right, right. And its follow-up. Which one was it? Revolutions or Reloaded? I think it was Reloaded. Reloaded. Yeah. It just fell flat. Yeah. It did not come out with the... Again, it didn't build on the universe. Or maybe it went too big. I think it went too big. too abstract. Yeah. Too matrixy. Yeah. <laughs> if that's even a word. Too much matrix. <laughs> yeah. Matrices? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too many blue pills. Yeah. Yeah. It just got too out there. And you're kind of like, ah, this, this world was... You know, they built something that was a bit complex, but it was also easier to understand. Yeah. And then it just went boom. Right. And too much. Oh, and then you got the Oracle, and then you got these. Was that the one with the weird uh, like twins? albino twin dudes? Yeah, yeah, it was. I think they, they just rode their own wave a little too much. You know, yeah. there's so much hype. They released like the Animatrix and like, yeah. the video games, and I'm sure there were figures. And I think they just, there was this Matrix wave where everybody was riding, and it just went huge to the point where like, Wait, maybe we didn't want this much Matrix. Yeah. yeah. They'd done different things in the first one with the, kind of that whole Matrix motion. Yeah, and all bullet that. style yeah. fighting or whatever they called yeah. it back then. Like in, so many movies picked up on that. Yeah. Right, and ran with it. Yeah. And again, they're trying to do something different with this reloaded. Yeah. But, you know, the whole computer program thing and like the virus, I don't know. Yeah. And the the CG does not hold up in some of those. No. Like it's, it's difficult. Some of the, particularly some of the human to human fighting scenes. Yeah, Agent Smith. Yeah, I think right. that might be more in Revolutions, but... Yes, yeah, so Revolutions went really far fetched. Like it was like pound for pound close to like some Dragon Ball Z fighting where <laughs> I was like, This is going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um I got and I'm one of the biggest Spidey fanboys of all time, but Amazing Spider Man two dropped the ball. This was this was Batman and Robin, Batman Forever Worthy. This was horrific. I had such high hopes for this movie. The trailer sold me. I drank the Kool-Aid. I was totally down for this movie. As soon as the rhino showed up, which was pretty much the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. I was I was about to walk out. Yeah. This, this was horrific. Dane DeHaan, they had a great cast. Dane DeHaan, you know, um, Andrew Garfield. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. Right? Jamie Foxx, you know, kind of hit or miss. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> he, was, he was too much. He was horrible. So, again, he was like the Jim Carrey kind of role, yeah. right? And uh, it, was, it was bad. Too much they threw in there. They didn't learn the lessons from Spider-Man 3. And this universe they built up in Amazing Spider-Man 1, which I really liked, they just fell flat in this one. Mm-hmm. So, that was, it was a horrible movie. But. Yeah. The light at the other side of the tunnel on this one yeah. was that it was so shitty that they folded the franchise and gave it to Marvel to manage. Exactly. So we're now getting a proper Spider-Man universe right. integrated into the MCU yes. because this movie sucked. Sucked. So thank you, Mark Webb. Thank yeah. you, Avi Arad, because you're yeah. a horrible producer. And um, sorry, Andrew Garfield, because I thought you were the best Spider-Man. But I'm glad, like you said, we got the reboot. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, I believe it was called? Right, so that was like the direct part two, that one, 2009? I think, I think so. I, think, yeah. I can't remember. Because I really enjoyed the first one. The first one was cool. Yeah. I liked Shia LaBeouf, but for went all bonkers. Yeah, yeah. And the first one was something different. It was you had Transformers. It was kind of, again, disaster porn, Michael Bay, all this kind of crap that yeah. evolved into what has been known as kind of the whole Michael Bay package. Yeah. But... 
I really enjoyed the first one. For sure. The second one went just sideways. Just hip hop robots and all that. So racist. Oh, so God. racist. Yeah, it was bad. It was yeah. bad. It was it was it, it was so blatant though. It was like yeah. why didn't someone be like, um, yeah, we can't do that? Like you just it's, it's you just can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not an executive or so. Like, Michael Bay, I know he's got, like, the U.S. military backs him, but, <laughs> like, someone, I can't believe that someone wasn't, like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should tone this down right. a little bit. Right, I still even find, like, the, the stereotypes that are in those oh, robots are just, I like, know. the last one was there's, like, an Asian robot. Yeah. And it was just, like, come on. It was, <laughs> it was, it was bad. And uh, what really sucked is, like, I'm a pretty big Optimus guy. I love Optimus. And in this movie, they, I think they kill him off. I think, yeah, they, I, can't I think they do kill him off, but he wasn't really like the Optimus that's meant to be like the man that's like fighting. Yeah. He was he was a kind of a pushover. And then they had like the constructor cons or whatever in the pyramids. Was that yeah. that one or? Oh no, maybe that was the third one. The no, I think pyramid. that was Revenge of the Fall because the third one was like where they went to Chicago and like they oh, took right. yeah. yeah and they were killing and evaporating people. Right, Megan Fox wasn't in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah this yeah. is the one she was in. What? Yeah. yeah, so. That was kind of, and they had the the balls hanging, yeah, off, like, those, like, testicles, and what? Yeah, that was that was weird. I can't look at my action figures the same anymore of my <laughs> my Transformers. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. A massive misstep, and the franchise has never really recovered since that. I don't think. It hasn't, but I mean, box office wise, this thing still makes billions, which is scary. Yeah, so it goes to yeah. show you that. <laughs> If you have a built-in audience, <laughs> yeah. that you don't need to have a quality sequel yeah. to to make money. But at the same time, you <laughs> want to present at least something that isn't blatantly racist or stereotypical <laughs> or whatever you want yeah. to call it, like or um, disrespectful towards women too. The way yeah. they portray the the girls in that, yeah. But that's yeah. even in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. You still get Megan Fox. Yeah, like I don't know why she doesn't say, and that's another Michael Bay movie. I don't know why she doesn't say like, hey, you know, like. I'm an actress. You're like, I don't have to be just tits and ass. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that one. This one here was horrific. 2005, all right, The Son of Mask. Oh, yeah. Horrible. J.B. Kennedy, he's uh, a pretty funny guy. Not so much in this movie. And that was The Mask was great. I love the original yeah. Mask with Jim Carrey. I even like the comic books, the cartoons I think there was. Yeah. But The Son of Mask was horrible. It, it went so far away from what they established in the first one. I think it's one of like the lowest rated Rotten Tomato movies of all time. I think so. Yeah, I really think it is horrendous. It's, it's <laughs> a shame too because if Jim Carrey had to come back to do a sequel or whatever, it would have probably been really good for sure. And I love yeah, that that whole thing, that whole because because it's kind of based around a comic book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they did there was it was kind of dark, but it was funny, right? Because I think the comic book is quite dark as it well. It is. Yeah. yeah, I've never read it. Yeah, but, I've never really. Read, I mean, I've picked up a couple things, but I never actually read it. But um. I really love what they did with the first one. I think it's hilarious. And the effects were great back then. Yeah. Holy smokes. And this one was just baby mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about Star Trek Into Darkness? Ooh, yeah, that Second one. Second entry uh, into the reboot franchise. Yeah, it was a letdown. I mean, I didn't hate as much as others, but no. it was it was a huge drop. I thought the first one was incredible. Yeah. And this was kind of like a, not as bad as Amazing Spider-Man 2, but again, as a letdown from what they established in the first one. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. Especially because J.J. Abrams was directing this. And yeah. I think that they just... They tried to be so secretive about it yeah. and just say, oh, he's not Khan, he's not Khan. Yeah. He is Khan. And it kind of was weird that they had Khan that was a completely different actor because Wrath of Khan is one of the most celebrated sequels right. in the Star Trek universe, if not in kind of the whole sequel territory. Definitely. And this was just almost remaking that. 
and they had established something very different in the first one. Yeah. And again, they went back and kind of carbon copied something, and people were kind of like, yeah, we've kind of already seen this. Exactly. To a degree. Yes, we have new characters and different characters, yeah. and we're still kind of part of the same timeline and all yeah. that. But why are we doing this? And I think if they had maybe played a bit more on the Klingons or something, but they right. haven't really hinged much of the movies on for whatever reason. I don't understand that because no. the Klingons are a huge, huge thing to go with. Yeah, right? and I don't know Star Trek that well, but I do yeah. know that the Klingons have always been a big part oh, yeah. of that universe, particularly the next generation stuff, right? Exactly, yeah. And so why they haven't gone down that path and done something a bit more like more of a galactic battle. They've right. been talking about it, and that's was what a lot of the second one was focused around on, was kind of seeding this big war that everyone knows is coming. Yeah. Let's just get to the war. Right. And just go from there. I don't know. That's something different, something we haven't seen in that universe yet. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was a failure for sure, I, but visually it was a great-looking yeah. movie, right? Uh, going to this one. This one's a little different. This is something that uh, my fiancé and I have seen. So we saw the first one in the movie in the theaters. I'm sure maybe Sydney's probably seen this too. Sex in the City, part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> Sex in the City Part Two, uh, horrible, horrendous movie. Um, part one, part one. Was, I love to be talking about. You were talking about it, right? <laughs> part one was pretty cool. Part one was uh, it was it was different. I mean, I, I don't watch this show. I'm more of an entourage guy myself. But um, anyways, I saw Part Two, and it was basically a two and a half hour runway commercial, basically just fashion, just clothes and. Horrible settings. They they go to Dubai. They do some pretty ignorant stuff over there. I, I just thought it was a, a terrible, terrible movie. I won't go much into it, but uh, stay far, far away from this one. Not like I think I don't think anyone's gonna actually even watch the show, anyways. I, but, a, uh, I kind of want to put out a challenge to our listeners. If, yeah, like if we can get some sort of weird, like if we can get up to like I don't know, three hundred or so followers on yeah. Twitter on the Nerd Room account, yeah. or I don't know. Maybe we should talk about do some dumb commentary. Just get pissed drunk while doing it. Right? <laughs> this would be the movie to do it too. Okay, if we can get if you can get us to three hundred followers, yeah. Or let's say three hundred followers or like fifty plus likes on Facebook. From this goes up, yeah. we'll do a drunken commentary over Sex and the City. Absolutely, part two. all three of us. Maybe we'll lose readers or yeah. listeners of this. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe they'll create the dislike button for that. <laughs> If that actually happens, I'm gonna, I don't think it will. <laughs> um, the last one I got on here yeah. as far as disappointing sequels. Yeah. This is <laughs> going to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> Batman for Superman. Oh, I was thinking about going there, but I was like, I'll leave it alone. I'm done with this movie, but <laughs> leave it to Tim to go back and revisit this one already. <laughs> well, we're going to go reason three hours of it <laughs> later on in the year, so... Might as well bring it up now. Yeah. So it's a direct sequel to Man of Steel. <laughs> he went back here. And yeah, no. go check out my review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie um, fails in a lot of ways, yeah. doesn't it? Does not. I like Man of Steel. Love, love Man of Steel. Like I, I, I said before, it might be on my top five superhero movies. Yeah. Love Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we're going to do. I want to just throw it in and just roll a grenade into it, you know? <laughs> Uh, for me, I got um, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 2. Okay, yes. So video game movies uh, have been known to be horrendous. Right? I don't think there's been one good. Maybe maybe Tomb Raider did okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe the first one. Um, Warcraft is doing great over in the Chinese market. Yeah, they love it over there. They love Hate it over there. Hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Mortal Kombat. Okay, Mortal Kombat 1 wasn't even the greatest, but I thought it was pretty cool for the times. It Which one had Goro in it? Number one. Number one did, okay. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. And the way that movie ends, it's like, oh shoot, we're going right back into the tournament. Number two starts, 
1997 and is is horrible. This movie didn't even look finished. Like there's scenes if you <laughs> you go back on YouTube and watch some scenes, Raiden is like fading into the background I and have not on purpose. Those. Yeah, <laughs> we're out of money. Stop. <laughs> horrible movie. That's uh, that's where I'm going to draw it at right there. Mortal Kombat 2. Stay away from this one. Yeah. <laughs> It's better than Sex and the City too, but it's uh, not by a long shot. I'm looking forward to talking Sex and the City. Yeah, too. yeah, let's let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well that kind of wraps up our best and maybe we won't say worst, but most disappointing sequels. Yes, that's, that's fair. And at least some room for maybe talking about three equals or the yeah. third movie in a franchise at some point in time. There's been lots of good ones. Yeah, a lot more not so good ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Particularly in the comic book world. Yeah. So. We'll yeah. have to do this again. Maybe we'll touch on uh, reboots. Reboots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Best cool. reboots. Worst yeah. reboots. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So look forward to talking a little more comics and all that down, down the line. And you guys can always get us that hashtag enter the nerd room. We are now on Facebook, Google Play, yeah. Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes. We're everywhere. So next week, we're going to come back at you with a review of Independence Day resurgence yes so really looking forward to that one the following week we're doing some dc comics oh yeah rebirth Rebirth. and then i think we got like ghostbusters and a few other things coming on up until suicide squad yeah in august there so some san diego comic-con news coming down the pipe here in a little bit in july so lots to talk about here on the room Oh, yeah. yeah I'm so. sure something new is going to happen with Star Wars by the time we get out of here. Definitely. We didn't talk about Star Wars yeah. this week. What can we do? Yeah, we did. Talk about yeah, it. Empire Strikes Back. Covered. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. It's been a pleasure talking Always. comics and movies. For the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Terrible sequel. Stay tuned for the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We are out. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find our hosts, Tim, Sunday, and Troy, on Twitter at TheNerdRM1912Podcasting and Troy, the boy 87